Hey everyone, we are back for another exciting episode with two great guests, and this one is all about WGI percussion predictions for the 2023 season. We'll find out what made Tom say. Uh, I think that's my favorite show this year. Uh, I really dig making the show. And why our guest Alex said. They had, I think, the best playing ensemble last year. The most musical, the most... The, honestly, maybe one of the cleanest, some of the hardest stuff I ever saw. All this and more on this week's episode of On a Water Break. Let's go. Set it up. Top of the show. Form, check form. Cover down. Do it again. Run it back. And we'll see you at the show. Welcome to another episode of On a Water Break, the podcast where we talk about everything you and your friends are talking about at rehearsal on a water break. I'm Steve McCarrick. This episode is a special one. It's predictions part two with the On a Water Break percussion team and some of our friends. Uh, so Tom and I, we each brought along a guest. We're going to get a deep dive on who we think's going to win, how we think finals are going to shake out for percussion in 2023. Uh, let's check in, see who's on the sidelines this week. We got Tom. Hi, man. How's it going? I'm excited to be here to talk about drums in a gym. How exciting, right? So much fun. Sunny California. It's like I knew you were going to talk about the sun. It's finally (laughs) 80 and sunny in Pennsylvania, and I've been waiting. (laughs) You know what? I I did know that because I talked to my dad earlier today, and he was like, it's about 70 here in New Hampshire. So I I, I Uh knew you had a little bit nicer weather than I did today. This is finally uh, beautiful out here. That means the drums are going to get clean. We're going to give you guys a run for your money. It's a good week. Um, mm-hmm. Matt? Hey, how are you? Doing good, man. Uh, glad to have you on the show. Uh, Matt and Tom uh, actually marched Spartans together. And uh, how else do you guys know each other? Or is that is oh, that it way back? Geez, no, we started together. Uh, well, Matt started before me, but in a drum corps called the Granite State Garrison. Oh, and, I started, and I, I kind of just followed Matt around for a while, like a little kid and a big brother, because yeah. Matt was like, he's just an amazing human being. So uh, uh, it's been great to have Matt in my life. Matt's a phenomenal <laughs> drummer. He's an amazing bass player as well, right? Ooh. Yeah, yeah Matt's a gigging bass player, no lie. And he has his own drum company, Bullethead Drums, right? I know I you do. all have heard about him, so I don't really need to talk about it. Go go check him out, though. That's fantastic, man. We're glad to have you on the show, Matt. Um, and I also brought my friend Alec. Woo! How's it going? Hey, man. Uh, Alec and I, we marched uh, a lot together. We marched Crown together in 2019. Uh, we were seat partners at 2018 as well. And then we uh, marched in RhythmX and spent probably even more time together somehow at RhythmX than we That's did at awesome. Drum Corps. Seat but, partners uh, like friends for life, man. When, you, you can't share the secrets we've had with a seat partner. You just can't. <laughs> I didn't realize both of you guys knew Hannah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hannah. Yeah, oh, man, that's that was the a guy. I tapped off there back in, the, uh, back in the 90s. I marched there back when it was just on the rise. It was just a bunch of lumps of clay and, uh, <laughs> a, bunch of, and a few drum corps guys, and we turned it into whatever turns, whatever is still developing into today, you know? A bunch of young stars in that drum line. Colin McNutt, mm. uh, Todd Moore, yeah. Matt, oh, 
<laughs> yeah, the list was amazing that came out of that program. Yeah, Tom is like the godfather. He's uh, pulling all the strings, calling the hits. Uh, I love Making Tom, and breaking man. careers. He's the yeah, puppet literally. master, right? He yeah, he's the puppet master. <laughs> With good reason. Um, but we are ready. We're getting ready for the premiere event showcasing the talents and skills of the world's top indoor marching arts ensembles. As a participant or a spectator, you would witness an incredible display of athleticism, artistry, and musicality from some of the most talented performers in the world. At WGI Championships, teams from around the globe come together and they compete in various categories, including color guard, percussion ensembles, as well as wind ensembles. And the event showcases the culmination of months of intense training and preparation as teams vie for uh, winning the top ensemble, uh, even just making it to be able to compete all three days is an honor for all these groups. Um, but the competition, it's divided into prelims, semifinals, and final rounds where the top performing teams from each round advance to the next week. During the preliminary round, each ensemble judges or performs their show while judges score them based on technical proficiency, creativity, and overall impact. The highest scoring ensembles advance to semifinals where they have another opportunity to showcase their skills and earn a spot in finals. In the final round, the top performers give their best performances yet. They aim to impress the judges and secure their spot as the WGI champion. The competition is fierce, and each ensemble gives it their all, so you can expect to see some of the most exciting and awe-inspiring performances of your life. Whether you're a seasoned fan of the marching arts or a newcomer to the world of indoor performance, WGI, Championship, uh, WGI Championships promises to be an unforgettable experience. I, for one, am super excited. I, I just got my, fight, my flight booked a week or two ago, got my Airbnb booked. Uh, Tom, Matt, Alec, are you guys all going to finals? I am not. I, am. I wish I was, but oh. I am not making the trip. I will be here home watching three days on flow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surely yeah. you'll get the... I'm uh, home with my popcorn. And you'll still get to, you'll probably have a better view than me if you're watching on flow realistically. But, um, you know, as far as watching shows, it, it, it's, you can't beat it, but the atmosphere in the lot, the, you know, mm -hmm. you can't replicate that, that environment, that vibe. So, you know, you're totally right. And I'm, I'm so <laughs> excited to get into it, but anyways, let's get into these predictions a little bit. Here's the weather. Do we know? I mean, it's been a little wet. Lately. I was just looking. I think they finally have predictions. Color guard finals where they don't do anything outside is going it's, to be 80, like 80 and sunny and beautiful. Um, and then drums show up and it's like <laughs> electronic, <I think> everything <laughs> soaking wet. I think it's like 60 and cloudy, which is fine. I've had way worse. Cloudy's okay. We can do cloudy. I remember back in 2013, we were standing inside our trailer, just like drumming on beat up wood with our hands because it was like blizzarding outside the trailer. And then they, <laughs> they actually thought it would be more harmful for us to warm up than to just wing it. So <laughs> it's been rough, but I think global warming does us a solid. Um, maybe, maybe anyway, it's a percussion of bone this year. I feel it. <laughs> Yeah, it's so the East Coast groups get to win. That's why we've been uh, plotting all of this global warming. But uh, what I've been thinking we could do, I want to walk through what we all expect for these uh, top 15, at least in, in independent world. 
And I think maybe we could start with 15 through 11, maybe go around the, the, the circle here, work our way up. But I want to eventually agree unanimously on what we think the top five this year will be. Ooh, that's good. All right, all right. I mean, we have a few different walks of life here, but you know what? Uh-huh. I mean, you and Alec are pretty, you know, you march together, you drum together, so there might be, you know, some of the same taste there, I think. Are you saying that we would be biased towards Rhythm X? <laughs> I couldn't imagine myself ever. I wasn't ever. saying that out loud, but... <laughs> We'll see. I can kick things off here and I'll give my 15 through 11. But first, Chris Rutt is going to fill us in on this weekend's regional finals in California, where Chino Hills, Ayala, Broken City, RCC, and Pulse each competed last weekend, right before WGI finals. Chris? Over the weekend, SCPA held their championship event at Toyota Arena in Ontario, California. 57 ensembles completed for class championships. A week prior, at the Scholastic Junior Championships, Canyon Hills Junior High received the gold, Townsend Junior High taking the silver, and Rancho Starbuck Intermediate School earning the bronze. Canyon Hills and Townsend are both in the same school district in Feed Ayala High School and Chino Hills High School, respectively. In Scholastic A, Mira Costa High School from Manhattan Beach earned the gold medal, Arroyo High School from El Monte, California received the silver, and Milligan High School from Long Beach earned the bronze. In Scholastic Open, five-time WGI Open Class World Champion Pacifica High School from Garden Grove returned to their winning ways, earning the gold medal, Chino High School taking the silver, and West High School from Torrance receiving the bronze. In Percussion Scholastic Concert A, Chafee High School from Ontario received the gold, Del Norte High School from San Diego earned the silver, and St. Genevieve Parish Schools from Panorama City, California received the bronze. In Percussion Scholastic Concert Open, Chafee High School again received the gold medal, with Notre Dame High School from Sherman Oaks taking the silver, and Don Lugo High School from Chino receiving the bronze. In Percussion Scholastic Concert World, West Ranch High School from Stevenson Ranch, California, received the gold medal, Ayala High School receiving the silver, and Roland High School from Roland Heights taking the bronze. In Scholastic World, a very tight race at the top culminated in Ayala High School from Chino Hills receiving the gold medal, Chino Hills High School from Chino Hills, California, earning the silver, and Vista Marietta from Temecula receiving the bronze. In Percussion Independent A, Impulse earned the gold medal, Pace Percussion took the silver, and ECR Independent receiving the bronze. In Percussion Independent Open, Meraki from Pomona earned their first gold medal, Elon Percussion received the silver, and Instinct took the bronze. And in a very tight battle in independent world, Pulse Percussion continued their winning ways by receiving the gold medal, RCC receiving the silver, and Broken City taking the bronze. It was a fantastic event with over 1,700 performers taking the floor over the course of the day. Of note, SCPA introduced six new first-time finalists, some winning their first gold medal. Also. All five 
Schools from the Chena Valley Unified School District meddled in their respective divisions, something that has never been achieved by the district before. I'd like to wish all 15 Southern California ensembles safe travels as they make their way to Dayton, Ohio for the Percussion World Championships this week. Thank you, Chris. I know it's going to be crazy this week in Dayton. I can't wait to see those ensembles. Uh, and we'll talk about them a little bit more later in the show. But Loki, did you guys ever hear of Thesis Percussion before? No, no. This was the first time this year I've heard of them. Yeah, exactly. So, Brand new. I believe they're new this year. Um, I watched them at the WGI Long Beach Regional on Flow Marching. And um I actually, I guess I, I can kick this off with my thoughts on thesis specifically. I think uh -huh. they could be a dark horse for that 16, 15, 14 spot. Um, okay. I really enjoyed their program. They do lots of cool things with this red and blue um, coloring on the uniform and on their backdrops and on the floor. Um, very reminiscent of the... Uh, of some things that have been done in the past where you sort of turn your turn your members around in the back of the uniform, blends them into the mm. floor, they turn around and it's the opposite color. It's very visually striking. Um, so I think a good old have, rhythm X08. Rhythm X08. Yep. Um, so I honestly think they're in the, in the running for one of these, um, just in the final spots. Um, them and I also got to see Conexus at the uh -huh. Dayton Regional, and that was one of the most fun shows I've seen in a really long time. Um, it's super high energy. The color palette is it's super colorful. Um, I believe the show's about sacred geometry, which we know a little <laughs> bit about, Stephen. Um, it's hard to make a show about sacred geometry, is what I learned. <laughs> it, it is hard, and I think they did a good job with it. They have these really cool props. Um, that they're essentially just these big silver lines that they can turn into triangles and they can make them collapse in on the members. They can make them fan out from the members. Um, so lots of really cool visual ideas with there. Um, and in their intro, this is the most memorable thing, honestly, from that date regional that I went to was they have this really long snare roll and they all just sort of sink into the floor as the, the tension ramps up and they just have this electric guitar um, just hitting that half note bah, 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 as it ramps up and this roll goes and goes and goes. I was on, I was on the edge of my seat feeling like, Oh, <laughs> oh where's this going to go? Where is this going to go? And that, that's the kind of stuff, that's the kind of stuff that gets you into finals. So yeah, right. Um, that's the kind of stuff that's going to get the arena really electric when it's actually performed at WGI. Yep. I think you're, yeah. What you said about that, like, 14, 15 type spot, that's exactly the two groups that I had written down. I had Conexus at 15. I had uh, Thesis at 14, even though I've never seen Thesis. I, don't, I like, hadn't seen them the way you did. I just expect a group to come out there, new, hungry, fighting, catch some of that momentum under them. I feel like they could get in there. Well... You know, I mean, California's got a chance to have six world lines in the finals here. Uh, which is do you think they got that? I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a possibility. You know, what is it? Powell, I think, is sitting a little low right now. But, I mean, they, you, you don't know what happens at, at championships. You start drumming together for a couple of days, and all mm -hmm. of a sudden, you know, magic happens. And, 
Uh, you know, Blue Nights, I like the show. I don't know if it's a finalist show, though. Hmm. Uh, what's really good, sh- I thought was a good show, is Atlantic Quest. I think hmm, they have a okay. really fun show this year. It's entertaining. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure they're going to be itching to get back in this year after just barely missing it yeah. last year. United, I think United's got a really good show as well. They always play really clever beats and uh-huh. sometimes shows above my head, uh, but <laughs> they always have really cool electronics in their show. I've got United a little higher in my list, but I also think that my United take is a little bit of a hot take. We'll get back to it a little later. But, um, <laughs> take. Um, but yeah, I guess let's let's move a little bit further down the list. Uh, Matt, who do you think maybe is that next little line of ensembles around like 13, 12, 11? Well... You know, I, I do know those guys down at, down at Affinity are gunning hard, so I don't think those guys are going to have a cha- having having a challenge getting in the top into the top groups. I don't think. Uh-huh. But you know, honestly, I, I, my perspective is really I I honestly I, this is going to sound like such a crow magnon and really truly probably I am, but I'm all about the hands. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm always watching where the hands are at, and uh, so for me to talk about a design, I am not your guy to talk you know to to discuss that with any level of intelligence because I, I just my eyes don't go there I'm, a, I'm also a jazz bass player so i i hear things differently you know maybe my yeah, vibe is no. something else so i can't speak about design but definitely hands i can definitely talk about and i think that's going to be a big deal when we're talking about the top five groups because like my experience when i was at rhythm x last year it's like at the end of the day cleanliness counts and that's what's going to get you to win correct um, well especially in the top five i mean you're in the top five. Everything is great. The design, mm-hmm. the costuming, the book, it's all great. It's hair of difference who played the role cleaner now. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes what, it's not even like it is about who's playing the hardest stuff up there, but everyone's playing stuff that's above everyone's heads in the first place. At it that tends level, to be for, like, for sure. And, and you're doing it consistently over and, and over visual. and over visual cleanliness too is like uh something i feel like we're never thinking about as drummers yeah we're always you know, just like i'm a little surprised with broken city sitting a little bit lower this year i like the mm. show yeah, uh, self. And those, those guys drum well that's roger's drum line i believe roger carter mm-hmm. yep. mm-hmm. matt's good friends with roger uh oh, okay they they drum well and i like the show um i don't know why it's sitting so low to be honest I think I've I spent a little while watching their show a little more critically because I just got to record a, a performer spotlight with a guy on their snare line. Oh, but, awesome. um, yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. It might be out by the time this uh, predictions episode comes out. But um, I think looking at it, it's just it's really, really hard to execute that show cleanly because there are so many cold attacks, just cold attack after cold yeah. attack and weird rhythms once you do it plus there's not one prop out there everyone at all times has to be doing something and yeah. they have to make that clean since they're doing something for so sure i think broken city i think they could be a sleeper at the end uh, if they if they come together and they execute their show really well i think that they they definitely could slide up in the top in the top three but i think it's just it's a long hard journey to clean a show that that's that difficult 
it's gonna be tough you know like matrix i i think that's my favorite show this year i, I really dig oh, yeah. the show uh it's that's a really I, uh, tell me about it because i i actually haven't gotten to check out that one yet uh, has anybody else seen matrix this year you got to see him yeah. live right alec i saw them live twice at the dayton regional yeah I would rather hear your your opinion live because you know, it, mine's on a video. So, sure, yeah. So the the Matrix show this year is I think it falls into the same boat as last year, where it's not going to read how it's meant to be read until it's in UD Arena. It's mm-hmm. one of like the largest shows I've ever seen. They have these um, LED panels on, in the back. They have a giant one and then they have two smaller ones on the side one front corner and the side two front corner. Um, and the show is called love light the way I believe. Um, yeah. and it's using, um, light as a metaphor for love. Um, and it also has themes of, uh, like loving each other as a society, not just individual person to person to love. Um, and, so you can sort of imagine in the style of matrix, how those themes would come across. Um, but it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a production. It's quite a show. They have their marimbas tipped upright and they, they're playing on them. They have the, those giant light props from last year are back on, you know, they, they look a little different. They have these like bowed um, arms that the lights are on that can, uh, form to look like I, I'm not sure if this is intentional, but if they're facing outward, they kind of look like swans, which you know fits the love imagery. And if you turn them inward, it looks like a heart. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really cool. Cool. What company decided? You know, who who did they convince they were going to make the frames to fit the marimbas? Was that was that Randall <laughs> May? Was that who, who, who decided? Uh, uh, that sounds like uh, a Randall May decision. That's the lift shop. <laughs> You're local. Uh, a little cool motor shop. You know what, though? It's a cool show. They don't ever have a stationary pit across the front, which opens the stage up for, for so mm. much. I, I really like it. Uh, I like when groups uh, are willing to switch up the whole, like, logistics setup of a show like that. And, and like, MCM back in 2015? Uh, Was that 17, the year they won? 17, 17, yeah, the Hand of Man. They did that with their pit where they... Uh, you Moved could see around. the performers better since there was no one actually in front of them, but they also became like a dynamic element of the show. Um, yeah. When it's done well, it's really cool. Yeah. I, I think matrix is going to be, be a contender for, for a top three finish. For a, a, a top what finish? A top three finish. Oh, you think matrix could get into the top three? I do. I do. Uh, you know, I think everything's there if they can can lock it in going into championships here, drumming together for a few days. I think um, I think that's gonna it's gonna push them up there. Yeah. Wow, that would be like uh, kind of maybe the biggest Matrix show since like covered. I Was guess, that the paint show? Yeah, the yeah. paint show in thirteen. Oh yeah, that show looks so fun, man. <laughs> That show was so cool. That show was like right when I first got to high school, and like was, that was me and all my friends' like, favorite paint. thing to that look at. That was so cool. Yeah, that was clever. Now, so, did they do that all season, or was that just for championships? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I did it the whole season. Um, I marched uh, Matrix Open right when it first started, so a lot of the staff were alumni of that show. So me oh, being okay. the young start out i was asking them all about covered because that i mean 
right. it's hands down the the best matrix show that there's ever been um and may maybe will be maybe won't be depending on how this year goes but um yeah i'd always asking them like oh what's it like what, what was the paint and they were like oh yeah it was just like cornstarch and water and food coloring i was like oh yeah that's amazing there's you know that's you know a typical theater thing but me being uh-huh. 18 and meeting these people who are in that show was like wow cornstarch yeah. no way um, See, but yeah, I didn't even know that. I thought it was paint. <laughs> I guess no, how it feels. Real paint. <laughs> it had to be um, paint to clean that floor every show. Uh, well, yeah. that's why it wasn't real paint. Because if they just left it as water, they could just brush it off. Yeah, but still, um, you know, when you go out to the parking lot to fold your floor and go home yeah. in the cold in Ohio in February, right. oh, thinking no. that it had to have been you know cold in Ohio, snowing and stuff. Not not fun. Not fun. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, the quad guy who was on that line and then teaching the quads at Matrix Open, I asked him like, did when you got the paint dumped on you, did did they ever did like did you did you have trouble breathing? And he was like, no, because we actually choreographed a stick move where we took our forearm and wiped our mouth so that we could all breathe through the rest of the quad feature. I, I was think like, I remember that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that actually, I mean, that makes sense because you know you're getting paint dumped on you. Um, but just seeing that and then going back and watching the show and going, Oh yeah, there it is. Um, Quick little aside. Does anyone remember gateway 2015 or 16? They did a military show. Wait, 2014 gateway did a military show. Gateway. And they shaved some floor. I don't remember that show. I, I, I remember the military show, uh, Mike McIntosh, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't remember that, you know. I was just thinking of it when you mentioned, like, things you could only do at finals. And I feel like that one, that move only works at finals. You know, without getting way off top, well, not off topic, falling off the rails here. There is a show that I think was got a group banned from from WGI. Uh, Uh Carolina Thunder, I believe, was the group. Yeah, um, oh, I've heard that. By, by a good friend of mine, Lee Renicki. They pulled out a surprise ending at championships um, where they, they shot somebody in the head at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that got them banned. I thought that show, while controversial, was on the up and up with WGI. I, I believe it got them removed from WGI. I, I, as far as I know, that's the story I, I would say. Huh. But yes, I've seen the show that you're talking about. It's yeah, well, quite controversial. <laughs> that would be a fun episode in and of itself. Just recap yeah, all it, the shows that got the ensemble banned from WGI. Greatest hits and banned shows. I think that would be a great. Uh huh. All right. Uh, stories. To keep the balls moving on the predictions, one group I wanted to talk about before we move up to that like six to ten slot is Infinity Two. I got them making finals. I put them in like 12th, I think. I'm, yeah. I'm a big believer. I think that ha- the show has it to make finals. I think it does too, yeah. And, and I, I like it. I think that they play well too, like in their lot videos. I think that they got it going. I think uh, Infinity 2 could be like that that kind of pal type of thing where they they might start being a contender year after year. The whole Infinity family, you know, John Campese and all those guys. Lee Hansen. 
Lee Hansen, they just know what they're doing, man. They, that was what an open group when they started this season and they got promoted mm-hmm. to world. Yeah, they got promoted to world, but then they were beating Strike and, and Quest. Yeah, and I don't see Strike on here in, in my my list here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, anybody... Strike is not on my list here, which I feel like is a. It feels like it's a rude thing to say. There's just so many good groups this year. You know, Strike reminds me uh, their production value is so high when they do shows, man. They remind me of a group from I think Michigan. Um, uh, it started with a G, Great Lakes Percussion. I don't know mm. if you guys remember them. They're an early 2000s program, and they just really went visual over the top with shows. Uh, they did like an alien abduction show one year. Um, that worth sounds checking cool. Out I would want to watch it. it. Uh, but, yeah, it's weird not seeing Strike even in the top 15 right now. Yeah, and maybe we'll be wrong. Maybe they'll show up and maybe they'll just, they'll have really made the right changes, really cleaned it up. But yeah, I think, I think in this year, I'm feeling the same way. Um, let's, let's move up to that next little bracket and I'll, I'll toss a hot take out there to start it off. Um, and that's like, I got United at 10th. Really? And yeah, I have United at 10th. And that's because I, I don't know. I think they play a really hard book, but when I watched their show at the regional, I didn't really get it. And I felt like, you know, they, they play a hard book, but when you're talking about these other ensembles around that area that are doing really entertaining, like thought out shows, this one kind of just felt like another United space show to me of which like, even just me personally, I've done a couple United space shows. So like, (laughs) (laughs) It's a, I don't know. I think that they could for sure um, even get up to like six. That's possible. Um, But I think some of the other shows I've watched, like Infinity, like you guys are talking about Matrix, uh, Mason. These are groups that are going to play probably about as clean. Maybe United would edge out with a harder book. But I think that the show might be more compelling in the UD arena. And and I don't. Monarch Percussion. Yep, that was my 11, but go ahead. Those guys are our backyard. Right? Really? Oh, yeah. Literally right here. I live in Magnolia, and uh, they used to rehearse at the high school right right next door here. So I'm not sure if they're still there anymore, but they are local. Oh, wow. Monarch had an incredible baseline for a couple years. They were so talented. They were were stacked last year. Phenomenal Mm -hmm. players. They were. sitting in WGI finals last year and even semis when I could get a better seat with the unassigned seats watching Monarch, they had, I think the best playing ensemble last year, the most musical, the most, the Mm. honestly, maybe one of the cleanest, some of the hardest stuff I ever saw. I I think they ended up where they ended up because the show content was a little bit lacking in my opinion, but Holy cow, they could play. They, they, they played, I guess all those adjectives that I just used, but also like they were the quietest, they were the loudest, they were the, they had the most together side to sideness, especially in the front, which I thought that was just extraordinary how, how well they played last year. And if they can replicate that, they'll be in that like six through eight range. And if their show 
is, is a little bit, um, I guess there's a little bit more to it than there was last year. Then maybe they're, they're barking up the, those, those top five group spots. So I, I don't know. I, I haven't certainly seen the show. I've seen some lot videos, some interesting beats for sure. Um, a little fuzzy, but you know, you know, there's a lot of talent, a lot of talent that they draw from the Houston area. There's a, you know, it's, it's, Houston's like a hotbed for marching band activity down here. There's mm-hmm. a lot of talent, uh, and I know a lot of the guys that, that the the programs that they pull from, and this is just a really good you know teaching going on. So regardless of design, I do know that the kids are getting good instruction and and uh, they're being taught how to play well. You know, oh for sure, definitely. Matt, Matt's backyard stacked deep with with programs and educators. Yeah, I'm a little jelly at times. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the East Coast, we'll have to be the change we want to see. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. There's there's plenty of talent out here. Hey, this is Christine Ream and Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band. Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales. Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. Hey everyone, it's Tim Hinton, the beast of the marching arts, here from the Marching Roundtable Podcast. i got to tell you, this week's podcast, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's called Trusting Your Gut in the Creative Process. Jessica Slaybaugh talks with Zachary Barber, and they do it in the context of creating a winter guard show. But it's all about kind of figuring out if things are going well when you're putting your show together, when to know when to pivot, maybe make some changes. I think you'll enjoy that conversation. Next week on Monday, April 10th, Matt James is here as part of our series on three things I wish I'd known when I first started teaching. Matt James, of course, was the director of bands at Lawrence Central High School and had those wonderful shows and wonderful bands for so many years. I'm sure that you'll be interested in hearing what he has to say, advice for you as you're doing your own teaching, especially if maybe you're early in your career. And then the week after, on Monday, April 17th, well... I got to tell you, you can't always have a great podcast. I had a hard time finding a guest. So I'm going to be talking with this group from this new podcast called On a Water Break. You know, it may not be our best episode ever, but I think you'll enjoy hearing from uh, some of the hosts. They seem to have thousands of them. But anyway, some of the hosts are on that to talk about how they put the podcast together and the lessons they've learned as they've started the process. So make a note, April 17th, a group from On the Water Break. And enjoy the podcast we have out now. And remember, you can find over 1,100 podcasts at our website at marchingroundtable.com. Hope that you'll go and listen and learn. Moving past United, that was when I put Matrix, but you guys made a good compelling case for why maybe they should be higher. But we've already talked about them. The group I had after that was PAL. 
Um, Tom, did you get to see Pal? I, I know you're a Cali guy, but I'm not sure what shows you get to. Um, I, I, I've, I've seen the show. Okay. I like the show. I don't, for me, it's not a top 10 finish though. Oh, okay. See, I'm used to just, I mean, they play really well. They play really well. Uh, That's that's usually what I put them there. Um, But just design wise for me, mm, it's it's just not quite, quite there. Okay. What did you guys? It's so difficult, man. Like it's so, it's, the designs are stacked so deep and so great that it's like, you feel like a, a schlub making predictions. Like I know, <laughs> I make predictions from my couch in my basement. Yeah, but... right. Oh, good. Tom Shearer made another prediction. <laughs> <laughs> no. it's like a fun thought experiment. And I mean, at the end of the day, we gotta put groups somewhere for this this little uh, this little exercise. All of them are gonna be uh, really entertaining groups to watch. Um, it's definitely. What did good you guys? Play? Yeah, what did you guys have around that like seven eight spot? George Mason's in there. Yep, I got Mason on seven. I agree. They're, they've just been getting better and better every year. Yeah, I have Mason and, in in that mid mid finals range too. Um, they're just they're just drumming so many so many really hard beats played so well. Uh-huh. That's that's my thoughts on Mason this year. Plus the show's fun. It's accessible. Yeah. They have a couple pop tunes in there, which that always goes over well. And I say that with no sarcasm at all. I genuinely think the 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 WGI finals crowd is gonna love that slim shady when they when they roll out with that. So oh, yeah. um that that's gonna that's gonna kill finals night. So mm-hmm. they're gonna if they have that, like, you know, that special super clean run, they're they're talking that mid to high finals. Yeah, I could see that. And that was my big thing. The show is accessible and the show is fun. Like, I went into the uh, East Regional this year being a a United alum, but also following the scores. I was thinking, like, United, United, United. But then when I watched the shows, I was was just really impressed by what Mason had going on. So I agree wholeheartedly. I think that if they come out, they come out clean. They have a good finals week that I could see – gmu up in that that range right outside of the top five um my number six group and i'm i'm pretty confident on this one i feel like it's infinity but we'll see what do you guys think yeah i've seen infinity show on youtube so Mm -hmm. take that for what it is i think that they're they're also one of those groups that's just they're drumming so well and so much i do think it is a little bit of a ram though and that may hold them back at the finals Hmm. That's possible. Yeah. Um, what I like, and maybe I'm just thinking too hard about this, but when you do a show like they're doing where you have members behind props at a lot of the time, it, it like physically limits the amount of show that those members have to execute perfectly. Here's so the like, thing though, with groups like infinity, I may not be a, a, a top three finisher this year, but mm-hmm. the people involved, have been involved in the game for so long and at the yeah. top for so long. Sure. They know what they're doing come championships week. They know what it takes, what it's going to be. And, you know, all these other groups are great, and there's so many great people teaching, but they don't quite have the experience. The depth. Championships week, man. 
depth of staff too speaks volumes. You know, those guys have been doing that at that game for a while. And mm-hmm. campus and crew, you know, all those guys, they've been doing it and they've got an established group of people that have been hanging out with them. It's not like a, they come in for a year and leave. Some of those guys have been drumming there for a while, you know? Yeah, you think of family lifestyle. So, they'll, they'll, man, you got what, two or three programs going to championships as, as one, yeah. one program? That's such a family atmosphere and it's going to, that benefits well for the group, you know? Yeah, and like I just can't even logistically. That's like running a drum corps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> except you all get to fly and hotels, and <laughs> that's crazy. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I feel strong. I think it's a good infinity year. I like the show. I I could see him really doing well up there. Um, what I think now is a good time to get into though. Let's let's start talking about this top five, and we can just work one position at a time. I want us to all come to some type of consensus. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where the going gets kind of tough. Um, it, I mean, we're talking mere tents from here to, to, to first place, I think, this year. Yeah. And it's splitting hairs about cleanliness. It's also like a lot of subjectivity in what you think a show should be. Um, but let's start at five. I guess we'll work our way around for each of these. Let's have Alec go first. What do you think number five will be? Oh, this is the hot seat here, isn't it? I put you on it for the first. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll start out by saying with what I've seen. So I saw the three Cali groups on flow marching at the regional, which was two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I saw rhythm X live at the Dayton regional, which was around the same time. And I saw a um, two or three week old MCM video on YouTube. So yeah. that's my frame of reference here. Mm-hmm. So one YouTube video, three flow marching videos, and one live performance. <sighs> Number five, um, and this this breaks my heart to say it, but I think it might be Rhythm X. Ooh, man. Okay, Ooh. yeah, this top five consensus thing will be an interesting debate. So tell me so, why. Let, let me explain myself here. They, <laughs> they can drum. They drum a lot. Steve, you and I know the quality of the, the member there. We mm-hmm. marched with a few of them. However, I think that's not what's going to hold them back this year. The show itself, um, it's called Unspoken. And it, that, as far as the concept goes, that's about as far as it goes. They play mm-hmm. some music where the, um, the title of the pieces are about being unspoken. Um, and the, uh, and there's obviously there's no voiceovers or anything or vocals, vocal samples in it. Um, and they have some really cool visual moments, especially with that tarp, but probably about halfway through the show, I feel like it runs out of steam. Um, and maybe I'm missing something super obvious. And as soon as this episode comes out, some of my friends that are in that group right now are going to hit me up and say, Alec, you big dumb idiot. I can't believe you missed this. Uh, The hate mail is going to start for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But as far as just pure show concept, I think it's probably one of the weakest out of the top fives and that Mm -hmm. the show sort of runs out of steam about halfway through. And that's not a knock on the members at all they perform the crap out of that show and they play that show super, super well. Um, but when you're talking these last tenths between the top five, I, I just don't think it has that last three tenths to get them up into that medalist position. 
that's fair, man. Um, I, to an extent, I almost feel that way about MCM this year, where I watched the show. I think that it's exciting. I think that the music and visual is cool. But what I feel like I gather from the show concept is that we're doing plastic. It means everyone's the same. And I maybe that's a way too simplistic version of what the show is about. But I feel like that's what everyone in the activity is doing. Everyone is competing to see how effectively we can be the same as each other. And I just feel like for uh, for a top five world class show, I don't know if that's like doing enough on like the, the design side. But I'll give it to them that they're clean and it's an exciting show. I like it more than I liked last year's MCM program. But that was that was my thought for five. Um, Matt, what were you thinking? Um, music Seed Mystique, now they, obviously they got great hands. And, I, you know, I, I agree with you guys. You know, I do think it's going to come down to design and clarity of intent. But, you know, what's going to make them different? What's, what, what do they have that's – what do they have that's uh, – what do they have that's going to separate them from – from Pulse, I mean, what's the thing that's going to separate? I don't know, is it going to be hands? Is it going to be design? Mm. What do you think? It's it's tough because it's like they when I really well. think about it, well, they all play well, but I really do think Pulse plays a little better than everyone. Correct. And I don't even want it to be that way because I think X is super clean, so clean that I think they could get into the top three. But there's something about pulse their whole ensemble like it's not just the battery it's it's the front ensemble too everything is so hard and so well executed that i think that that's why i think they win you know interestingly last year at wgi i was standing right next to ian as he was going through uh just walking me through uh, i think it was uh I mean, it might have been it might have been pulse i think it was pulse it was it was one of his groups i was standing there watching several of his groups and i don't remember which one it was but he said they were walking me through the music and they played things twice and it was amazing that he goes all right he goes we're gonna play this twice. We're gonna this perform the, the, this moment goes listen to this this first time listen for this listen for this listen for this and i said all right cool and then he explained it to me as it was happening and it was like so well constructed and so well thought out i was like I, there, there's such clarity of construction and such clarity of of what the intent is that you know it's it's literally like watching and program the score watching watching it happen like as a movie score you know watching the math go by and mm -hmm. uh, you know the design is so, so obviously everyone plays well but I think the design and the clarity of how everything kind of shakes out is one of the reasons why Pulse is just always stands out as such a strong individual product because everything is thought out on yeah. every level. Yeah, yeah. Tom, um, what do you think for uh, for that top pick? Uh, I got I got Matrix in that five spot. Oh, okay. Talking about five, you got Matrix there at five. Yeah, yeah. I got Matrix down at five. But you know what? You're talking top three. Are we are we are we jumping to that now? I think we should like well, top three. I I'm sorry. I got excited. Yeah. Tom, if you if you have Matrix in the five spot, which of the perennial top five groups do you have in sixth? Oh yeah, good question. Probably Broken City. Mm. Okay, interesting. Can you tell us why? I, I just I can't. You know, I like the show, but I sitting here, it's not like anything stands out to me. 
it's kind mm-hmm. of a it's a good show, but it's not a memorable show in my head. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's like one thing that I will say about Broken City and not even just them, anyone that tries to do like a very, very thoughtful concept that you have to reflect back on. Sometimes if it's not clear enough, at least for what I'm looking for in a show, I can get a little lost and and then not really remember a lot of what was going on. Sure. Like you were saying. Yeah, Sometimes I mean, for me, like the more accessible show, it should still be cool and well thought out. But the more accessible product is what I want when I'm just going to sit here and watch the show and then get on with the next ensemble. And, and honestly, I'm putting them in that that six spot so high solely because I know they're going to play well at finals. You know, Rogers yeah. going to have them drumming well. So, you know, but I don't oh, yeah. think it's got the gas to get up to the top three. Not this year. Uh, that top three, I, I think, is going to be uh, RCC in there, Rhythm X, and Pulse. I think those three are going to duke it out, and it may change all three nights, I hope. Yeah. Matt, you were saying that you felt like you might have got ahead a little bit talking about the, the top end up there. I actually think it's going to make our job a lot more realistic to start at one because I think we can agree a little bit better there yeah. and then we'll be eliminating some ensembles to get down to five I, I will certainly say for at least what i've seen uh last year was my first time at wg on a couple of years i had a great time and uh and just getting a chance to hang with roger and hang with those guys watching them watching them do what they do the last couple of days and the reason why i just think that the top two once again are gonna be pulse and uh, and broken city is because of just how they teach and what they do roger and and John both produced dudes who 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 completely understand their hands, understand the touch, understand, and they're just physically just physically brutally strong performers. I mean, just mm-hmm. those two groups garner guys that are just kind of just those kind of players. And I think it just it shines at the end. You know, design obviously at the end is such a big part of it. But the, the reason why I think they settle out in the top two is that just Roger's such an incredible teacher, and, and John is such an incredible teacher, and so is he in writing. It just I think it's just why it sits the way it does because who they are and the programs of within and the depth and the time that they've spent just in what they do and the people they've surrounded themselves with. There's so much depth there. It's kind of hard to kind of arguably design who's gonna kind of play better than, than those two guys at the top i think yeah I, I do agree with it i think for sure i for sure agree with pulse and i feel like i think maybe the rest of us all can agree as well would we say we we think that pulse probably wins the season yep. yeah i mean i'd like to see my upsets happen but yeah i gotta go <laughs> what the numbers are saying and what i've seen yeah um, i would love to see the upset as well not to hate on pulse or anyone over there but you know, I think that they they've got it going. I think they're gonna get it. Yeah, uh, I agree. Just watching gets, here you go ahead. on that. I was I was watching on that flow stream. You can tell that their sound quality and what they're playing is just that cut above everybody else. And personally, I like this year's show more than I liked last year's show. And last year's show broke the record. So yeah, you know, that speaks for itself. I think. The, I think yeah. it's the tuning's really done well for the drums. It is. They sound great. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys about that. As far as tuning, like when we're getting down to the top five, who's your favorite pick for tuning? Ooh. 
I don't have them in the top spot. I do like the way Broken City tunes. Uh, I like the way Roger tunes the drum. I'm not, you know, hyping on Tom up at all, but uh, he tunes a nice drum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I like how Pulse sounded in the videos that I watched. Uh, I think I'm a little biased towards Rhythm X on Pearl Drums. Um, well, and I also, just because I like the way the bass line approaches what they play there, I think sometimes indoor bass lines try to bring a bit more of like a soft edge since they're inside, but that's not necessarily what they're asking RXB to do a lot of the time. Yeah. I think, I'm, uh, yeah. So I think I'm a little biased, but my favorite tuning might be rhythm X. I was going to say rhythm X, uh, was, was another drum line. I like the way they tune as well. Yeah. No, I don't think you can make a set of Pearl drum sound bad. It's difficult. No, no, <laughs> nope. no. Why would You're you perfect. want to? <laughs> and you've tried but it failed <laughs> oh. yeah well alright so what do we got in second place I have I have Rhythm X I don't think that's what we're all going to come out to agree at but I have X because I think that their book is shockingly hard and I think that they execute it better than Rhythm X normally does so when I'm thinking about like levels of clarity, like how we're we putting pulse up really high because they're doing their show really well, I I put X in that same category this year, but I I hear it. I think it's valid that the show might not carry enough weight to get them to that two spot. What do you guys think? Yeah, I got I'm going with RCC. I think in second. I think That's, I agree with that. That's one that I can uh, I can agree with. I had RCC in third, but Matt, you look like you got something to say about all this. Well, you know, just thinking about, thinking about who's cleaning what, you know, like who's teaching what and who's doing what. So mm-hmm. who traditionally brings it up? Yeah, like who are the guys that always create the Macintosh and the Cavaliers this year coming in like smoking, you know, like who at the end can crank it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Blue Devils staff obviously has got a obviously has got a and those guys connected there have historically got a long history of tightening it down at the end. Who's it going to be? You know, I would I could see that for sure. RCC being second because those guys are not in clean. I could see that. I, I can. I'm willing to concede with that if we want to put RCC at two. I feel like <laughs> there's enough of us <laughs> um, to call it a majority. Let's let's talk about three. What do you guys What do you guys got there? Actually, everyone but Tom, because I already know who Tom has at three. <laughs> or well, you know what? Or I, I guess you had Matrix at five, but you would love to see it. I, I can't. It's either going to be Music City or or Rhythm X. You know, I, I think one of those groups is going to get that 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 bronze medal on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's it's going to be tight I, there. I think I want to put MCM in third only because I agree that their show probably doesn't carry as much weight as the RCC or the Pulse show. And in terms of drumming, Pulse is just going to be the best there is this year. But in all of that being said, I think what MCM is doing, it's hard. It's really physical. If you watch their battery members, they're running. So visually, it's all there. I'm a huge fan of those triangle props that they have with the lights in them. I think mm-hmm. that is super interesting. Um, and the the aesthetic, I, I really like it. And I think just the combination of really hard drill, really hard body, really hard beats played really well, 
and the just the general aesthetic and what the what the members are doing that's going to get them into that third slot right there and, and not to okay. mention they're the godfathers of indoor drumline i mean yeah they know what it takes finals week to crank up the juice they've come from fifth to get a, a, a medal spot before yeah so they have you they can never count have. music city out never matt what would you think about music city at three Matt, I think that they get the right people in place. I do know that uh, if you've noticed, there's been some some transitionary staff members in the drum corps level coming uh, into the into the Nashville area. I think that Nashville's starting to draw the right staff, and I think they, not the right staff, mm. excuse me, the right uh, excuse me, the right uh, the right vibe. And I think it would be great to see Nashville come up and snag number three. Yeah, I think that they could do it. I'm I'm willing to put it there, even though we got two Rhythm X boys on the podcast. We'll put Rhythm X out of the top three. Uh, I hate to see it. It is what it is sometimes. MCM at three. It just might be that way. Or maybe Rhythm X will show up and they'll show us why we're wrong. But uh, that leaves us just figuring out, deciding between uh, X and Broken City, most likely, unless Tom can really convince me about Matrix. Uh, looking at our four and five. I'd like to see Matrix do it, but Matt's right. It's Broken City. It's Roger Carter. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to go with my gut, and it's probably going to be Broken City, you know, as much yeah. as I, I, I think Matrix is great, and they're probably going to be a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I just. I don't think they're. I don't think that those guys come expecting to be anything other than their A game. And you know, when Roger and those guys lean at the wind, they're going to be great. So yep. I mean, you know that you know it's going to be a solid. They're definitely solid top four, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to argue Broken City for fourth because I've seen, based on what I saw, that I mean that's one of the hardest shows I've ever seen in terms of physicality of what they're asking yeah. the members to do. I literally saw the snare drummers run and slide on their yeah. knees and then yeah. play something. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy looking. It's like a dead drop too. It's not like they get to one then the other. They just. But Tom, you want to give that a shot at our age? What do you think? Uh, both my knees would explode, and <laughs> then I would just die. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling those members will be saying the same thing, but when they're like 25. Right. You know what? <laughs> you guys are smart with technology and knee pads. They would have just had us like run and slide. <laughs> That's fair enough, yeah. I hope to God they're wearing knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to be. But so because their show is just, I mean, that's literally the hardest thing I've ever seen. And maybe we get to the end of finals week and say, oh, well, yeah, that's the hardest thing I've ever seen. But that kept them from that last tenth of cleanliness. And that's why I think they're going to be in fourth. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that show is uncleanable, but, you know, you only have five months to make a WGI show, perform it, and then it's gone. Maybe yeah. if WGI was 10 months, oh, it could be the best thing ever. But you have five months realistically to make an entire show. And I think just they're going to get to finals week and they're going to be running and sliding on their knees for five days in a row. And that, that may just be, I don't want to call it uncleanable, but maybe in the time frame, unlikely yeah. to be that pristine cleanliness. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So I, I guess it sounds like we probably we probably got it then. It sounds like we have first place Pulse, 
second place RCC, third place MCM, fourth place Broken City, and fifth place Rhythm X. We That's all agree with that good. one. That sounds pretty darn good. That sounds all right. I think Don't that to be totally wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to see Rhythm X do better. You know what? <laughs> I think they got it in them, but there is a lot of good shows this year. You know, even further down, you know, uh, uh, Atlanta Quest has a fun show this year. Uh, you know, Blue Night Show is not not a top ten show, but it's a cool show. Mm-hmm. Check check everybody out, man. Sample oh, it yeah. all, enjoy it, get into it, love it all, appreciate everyone. That's why semis is a great day to go to the arena. It's everyone's cleanest show because it's your last one before your actual last one. But you got more groups in there too, more to watch. Just, so, I agree. Get out there, see everything you can see. Does anybody have a prediction for Scholastic World Champion? Ooh, I think it's uh, Chino Hills. Yeah, I think Going it's Chino. Chino? I think. No, I think it's going to be a Dartmouth Dartmouth year, man. That's one thing for sure about Dartmouth and their design production. I was fortunate enough to teach uh, with Darcy Hunkst way back in the day, back in the in the '90s, and she was just an incredible just with guard design and and flow and ideas and and just that 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 show that that program has always just had such an amazing uh, color guard out of the box mindset. It's just watching whatever they come up with every year is always awesome. But they just play well, and this year is no exception. So, yeah, and it's Tom Hunkst. So I mean. Another group that you can't count out because they've been there so many times and done it so many times. Like, I, I think it's a Dartmouth True. year. I would love that. It's been a little while. Was the last Dartmouth year 2014 when they did uh, the Marie Antoinette show? Yeah, that was ridiculous. I believe so. That show was crazy. That show was so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, if I could do like a, the equivalent of a one game parlay for scholastic world i got old bridge high school in sixth place i think it's coming i think they're gonna get up there just because i think that show is gonna be the exact right type of quirky that's just gonna be like on fire in the ud arena on finals night and i think as long as they get it a, a clean enough that it can be competitive with the groups in that area that it's just going to be exciting. The effect judges are going to love it. Cleanliness will be the last there? little thing, but what'd you say, Matt? You know who's teaching there? Uh, I know a, a guy, Jerry Sestito is the battery coordinator. Um, and then I'm not sure. I can't remember. Jerry might be writing for I, everything. No. What do you think, Alec? I You're from that area. staff. Yeah. I grew up like 20 minutes away from old bridge, maybe 30. Um, and I believe it's the staff is filled with the, um, like the East coast guys. So a lot of them marched crown cadets. And I don't know if there's anybody from Boston on their staff, but I know they've put out alumni recently who are marching Boston now or in the past few years. Um, so I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if they have alumni who maybe aren't going to college in the area who are marching Boston, but you know, they're on a break and they come home and they check out the drum line, help out a little bit. So they have real East coast powerhouse, uh, staff. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. There's a couple, couple, uh, good Texas drum lines in, in, in a shot for, for scholastic finals this year. Broken. I know broken arrow is not Texas, right? They're, they're right over the border there. Yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. Uh, uh, but like, you know, Cypher, 
right? That's that's another. Backyard, yeah. They're great drum line. Berlinson Centennial. But you know, Avon. They got a cool show again. Yep. They're always fun, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm expecting Avon around four, maybe three. That's kind of what I expect. Right, right, yeah. So independent open. I'm hoping my alumni. I marched in many moons ago. So did Matt. They have an indoor program now. I'm hoping the Spartans can knock down a gold medal. Well, no, it's not the Spartans. Spartans <laughs> from Nashua, New Hampshire. The Spartans. That's right. Right. That would be I cool. Think Meraki, Meraki is going to win independent open. That's my uh, that's my prediction. Good show. They good show. won. Bakersfield is right behind them, though. You know, that's always they've been there so many times as well. I hear word on the street that UP2 is also doing pretty well this year in open. Yeah. United yeah. I, I, so, you know, Mount Juliet is, is independent open this year. That's a scholastic program. They're usually pretty good in the uh, scholastic division. Um, so, hey. I was really impressed with uh, Cap City 2 at the Dayton Regional 2. They are just drumming, drumming, drumming. Uh, you know what? None of us had gold in there, independent world. Oh, yeah, true. No. I don't think it's got got the wheels. It's, you know, good show, but not, not, not the wheels on it to get you there, I don't think. Yeah, and like we said, it's hard. There's just too many good groups that seem to be like the I know. Theme. There's one time there was, you know, 12, 15 world lines. Now there's like 25, 30, and they're all playing well. Talent. I will say the the three groups that made it for the first time or for the first time in a long time last year were Blue Knights, Rhythmic Force, and Vigilantes. And I I haven't seen any of their shows this year, but I will say success begets success. So I wouldn't be shocked if we see one of those groups come in and say, "Yeah, we made it last year. It's time to make it again." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And a quick shout out to Everett High School in Everett, Massachusetts. They're looking at a possible gold medal in Scholastic A this year. Ooh. That's a one-time Charlie Poole drumline. Charlie Poole used to run that program, and they were like in a Scholastic Open, a medalist like back-to-back-to-back years over and over. Charlie Poole, the man. Shout out to Charlie Poole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's cool. I'm excited to see everyone, man. I'm really excited to get out there to Dayton in about two weeks now. I know I'll see Alec after he, you know, returns from a long journey. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be very jet lagged in the lot. <laughs> so if you see me and I'm not all there, it's because I probably haven't slept in 36 hours. Yeah, but he just loves drums that much, baby. He's going to be there. Where, where are um, you, Alec? Um, I'm actually in Pittsburgh, so I'm in driving distance of, uh, of Dayton. It's only four hours, uh, but I'm going to be on a business trip halfway across the world uh, right before that. So, cool. I'm stuck here in Houston playing bass and gigging. So, <laughs> playing the jazz bass. The rough life of getting old, gigging, you know, hanging out. Wearing uh, I think it's rough. Bermuda shorts. Sounds like maybe uh, something cooler to do, even than hanging out in the lot, doing whatever people do in the lot. That's, that's how I'll be spending my time, but, uh, it's been good talking to you guys. It's thanks for, uh, hopping on. Thanks for a great rehearsal this week. Uh, 
where could we find each of you alec is there a good social media for you i've actually been taking a step away from social media so i'm gonna say no oh okay you can't find alec he's gone i know (laughs) hit me up Uh, on facebook messenger if you have questions that's all i have uh, left matt where can we check out bullethead drums on facebook find me on matt power i don't have a website i uh it's tricky. You guys don't even know the story behind it. That's not, this isn't the, the venue to talk about it, but if you guys want to want to get a drum, I'll help you out. But uh, yeah, man, I just kind of keep it on the downloads. If you want to find me, it's on Facebook. All right. And then uh, I'm on Instagram at Stephen McCarrick. Tom, I don't know if we've ever actually shout out the hosts like that. Where could people find you? They can find me everywhere. I'm just, I'm, you know what? I'm a social butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to to seeing to seeing percussion this year. There's going to be so much to see. Uh, dial it in on Flow Network if you don't have it. It's worth the thirty dollars uh, that you would pay to see it. What you'd spend? What? How much are you spending, Stephen, to go to championships? And we won't even say. Uh, <laughs> I'm buying planes, trains, automobiles. Everything I got to do to get there. Yeah, it's going to be a strange trip, and we can't wait to hear about it, man. Hell yeah, man. Um, Well, go subscribe, write us a review, share it with your friend. We will see you at the next rehearsal on a water break. Thanks for coming, guys. Go practice. Thank you. Chug it a chuck.